0: and this is dj square welcome to burgers and breakdowns my son wanted to do the intro this morning Uh, we got a couple things to talk about today Uh, i'm not gonna get into it we'll go along as we go as we got a good size fucking list for you today uh everything is shut down everything's almost shut off uh as you can see the grocery stores aren't restocking up and as they stock up they just get depleted uh there's a dollar general right around the corner from me and uh they they literally got a truck on Friday and nothing's on the shelf. Like nothing. Now, there's a lot of food, which is surprising that there's a lot of food, but nobody's getting Lysol. Like, it's making me wonder, are these people just buying the Lysol and not getting food? Because if that's the case, they'll just die in seven days and then we can just go steal their Lysol. But make sure you don't touch anything. Food places are still open and they're doing curbside pickup, so uh tip your hat off to all those people taking the risks so that they can get a paycheck still through these times and so that you and your family can get fed and so that you're not always having to eat whatever's in the house at all the time uh but that's how it's going to go pretty soon i mean eventually they're got re- they are going to shut the restaurants down and then eventually they're going to shut the food market down and that's when the real fun begins because then we'll have to go forward your own food Find our own food um, it's gonna it's gonna really be crazy in a little bit once they start running out and people really start to freak out and they're like, oh I bought all this I have all this toilet paper, but I don't have anything else so that's gonna really suck all right moving on they think that uh Tom Brady is retired apparently uh they I saw this. I don't know if his mom posted or he posted, but somebody screenshot it. I think it was him. Screenshotted a text from his mom. And she said, I think they think you're retired. They have a six or seven hour uh, Tom Brady or Patriots games going. And it's the Tom Brady special on ESPN for seven hours. And he texts his mom back saying, I love you, mom. I mean, are they running out of shit to talk about? You have years of shit. I mean, sports, I mean, you could literally bring up every fucking player in the NFL and you still are just in the last year and you wouldn't run out of shit to talk about in the next month. Like, do, like, a show on every player. Do something from the past. Like, man, y'all are fucking idiots. If you can't figure out shit to talk about when you have all that fucking, all those writers, all those people, the producers, like, and y'all have to talk about Brady. Like, bitch, he's still relevant. Talk about somebody else. Talk about Michael Vick or something. <laughs> Y'all would talk about Michael Vick. Talk about uh, uh, his dog fighting and that's it. Let's see. What else? Social distance anxiety. What in the fuck? Serena Williams said that she's experiencing um, while being closed off from the world. She's experiencing social distance anxiety. Shut the fuck up. Like, you sound like a real fucking asshole right now. Hmm. I wonder if I would have social distance anxiety if I had $180 million in my bank account. No, I don't think I would because I wouldn't give a fuck because I have $180 million in my bank account. I'm not having to worry about how I'm paying for this? How I'm paying for that? Where's my next check coming from? Where's my food coming from? Now, not to say that uh, it's not her. It's not to blame her that she doesn't have to worry about that. But she doesn't have. To, you don't have to worry about that, Serena. So stop making shit about you. You fucking sound like an attention whore. And I mean, honestly, ever since you lost that game to that kid, you felt like a vic. You've played a victim role every fucking time you come up in the uh, in the news. And I. Like, I don't get it. People can't figure out where they're going to live or if they're going to even be able to keep a roof over their head, and yet you're sitting on the internet crying about social anxiety. Social distance anxiety. A uh, fucking made-up fucking form Uh, A made-up uh saying... As of two weeks ago, social distancing, I've never heard that said since I've been alive until two weeks ago, now this coronavirus, and now you're putting anxiety behind it. So now, guess what's about to take over the fucking internet? Social distance anxiety. Woo! Good job, Serena. You just add it to the fucking list of all these snowflake motherfuckers who can't fucking just take shit without it fucking hurting their poor, delicate fucking skeleton. Every band should be trying to write right now. I think if... Since nobody could go on tour and... I mean, let's face it. Some bands, you just... Y'all just not gonna fucking make money right now. Y'all gonna suck with the rest of us. It's not like people in the music industry make money anyways. Um, Well, not to like a certain extent... Like I am sorry, but y'all think just because these bands are on, this is hardcore, means they're making money. They ain't making money. Uh, They they live that. They make it seem like it. You can make everything seem like it's beautiful, just like people think touring is the most beautiful thing in the world, and it's the coolest thing in the world. And I mean, it is fun, but it's fucking. There is only eighty percent fucking. 80% Eighty percent of it sucks. The other twenty percent is fun. Twenty percent is getting at the show after driving thirteen hours, and you get to the show at five o'clock, feeling like shit, cooped up in a van, stinky as fuck, hoping you get to shower. And then you play a show, and you got to sit inside the show and talk to people, and you know, then you got to perform, sweat some more, hopefully, and that's probably your bath for the night, your own sweat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. But you know where I'm going with this. like, Since you're not doing it, I think everybody should be writing right now. I think that'd be awesome. Just after the coronavirus, everybody's just like, boom. Or just release music while everybody's in it. I think that'd be cool, too, if bands like actually try to do shit for the fans like that. Rather than asking for the fans, you know, give them, give us a reason to pay for your shit. Because, I mean, not everybody's going to have money. And, you know, even with this bell out, I mean, it's, oof, this shit... This is going to be a double-edged sword for sure. And if y'all need somewhere to record it, I got almost all the equipment to do it. So we can do it over here. I'm so excited for that. Camera people. Now this doesn't go out to all camera people. This only applies to who it applies to. Get the fuck out of the god- goddamn way of band's natural movements. I'm watching these shows now, and there seems to be like four fucking people on stage with a fucking camera. Like, move, bitch. Like I've said before about the fucking stage dive fucking runners, it's not about you. It's about the fucking band. Stop making everything about you. Stop bringing these these things into music that don't need to be on stage. Like, if the band asked you to be up there, that's one thing. But if you're just video videotaping and they didn't ask for it... Like get off the fucking stage and go stand on the side or stand behind them, but don't be in the fucking way walking in between the like fuck you. Whoo! Move. Uh so many metal bands are getting the coronavirus. Testament, they all got it. I mean, if you think about it, metal people are pretty nasty in general. So are hardcore kids and punk kids. Like they're all fucking nasty. Most of them don't shower. Most of them go to shows and just touch each other and have sex without showering for four days, and they got the, the cheese from under the cheese and like, guys, you know, on timeout when the chafing spots on your where the thigh meets the fucking balls, and you get that ball rub, like, oh god, and your balls start smelling like a mule's asshole, woo, but that girl's licking it, woo, (laughs) oh god, um. But metal is very much a uh, contact type music. Like on stage, you know, you're like, Yeah, brother, good playing and you're touching each other, or, or you're out in the fucking crowd, and there's either a fucking bunch of mosh mosh fits going on or your fucking shoulders are like next to this person who looks like they're about to pass out. And then you see that one girl that's like five foot two, she's a little heavier, so and she looks at you and she goes, And knows what i'm talking about too it's a sad looking girl like no matter what and then and then you look to your left and you've got this tall motherfucker who's got a unibrow and he just looks pissed off like oh i'm only here to be mad like god damn i hate those people's at a show like they go to a show to be mad i don't get that at all that don't make sense in my head upon a burning body released a new song it's called Built From War. Uh, I listened to it. Well, of course I listened to it. I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't listen to it. Fuck. Uh, it's pretty good overall. It's very their style. Um, they've they've gone. They've, I would say more of like a, a typical Texas metal band. They brought it. Definitely brought in Texas style. Riffs and, like, Pantera and stuff like that. Um, I like that they've gotten away from the gangster look, finally. They played that fucking role way too long. I I did stop listening to this band for a while. It was around the time, whenever it was after Texas Blood, whatever was after Texas Blood Money. When Danny decided to fake his own, um, his own, what's it called, um, kidnapping when he did that and i just lost all respect for him i mean it's still kind of hard to listen to him sometimes knowing that they pulled off shit like that but back to the song danny makes good catchy lyrics for songs and i mean he makes some like you don't forget the songs at all because how catchy and the hook the hooks are always the best you got uh songs like righteous kill showtime intermission any given sunday sin city uh game over and um Texas Blood money, City hall I mean all those last two songs on a uh, on the world this world is ours and Texas Blood Money uh the last songs were it's like inspirational kind of shit like it, that's I loved when they would do that and they you know when they you know as you grow you stop doing certain things and that's cool, but the song had no cleans on it thank God I fucking hated it when they did that uh, it is a very much a heavier song. And yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good song. I recommend anybody to go listen to it and give your own opinion. Uh, So we're back at it again with certain things that go on in hardcore music or certain things that go on in grown-up worlds that I guess these grown-ups can't figure out. Y'all are childish as fuck. Y'all have the emotional shield of a child if one person gets into you you fucking break down cry, and and run away or shelter up or like crumble it's fucking crazy how none of y'all can take anybody else's opinion but the people who praise you like you only it's like you only want dick riders you don't want critiquing you don't want critics critics you don't want people who are not for you like i don't understand that the people that aren't for you are the people that should be pushing you the most there's plenty of people that don't fucking like me or this podcast at all. And I don't give a fuck. But I mean, it's not going to stop me from doing what I'm supposed to do, what this is all about. Because there is a fucking, there is a reason behind everything I do. Is because this isn't to kiss your ass. This isn't to be your opinion or be everybody's general opinion. This is my opinion. And it's all fact driven, like I've said before. Uh, Get Real Promotions Black... Uh, leader, um, keepers of the faith five, one, two. I don't know if he's taken hit went off Instagram or if he blocked me, but it's just so awesome. Uh, Not awesome. It's funny to see shit like that. Like somebody can't take the pressure and this is who y'all, but whatever shit's good, shit's good. But when the pressure gets hot, you can't handle it like that. That's when you see if you're, you have a real leader or not. And I'm sorry to get real promotions. If that's your leader, one of y'all better step up because that's not a fucking leader. Um, and I mean, I honestly think he fucking got off cause I was right. I mean, they changed images and everything from what I said about them talking shit to the people about not wanting to hear their opinions or, uh, recommendations in the comments. They changed that and took it put an image over that and kept the top part. So it's just funny. And then you got like, uh, Pluff Mud to fonts and had to talk shit for him. And I don't get why people can't have an opinion. I mean, it's like, if you're in this fucking scene, you have to go by what the scene leaders, as I'm calling them, say. Defiance thinks he's a scene leader. He th- he thought writing to me and belittling me in my messages, and our messages between each other. I'm calling him Pluff mud just because it's funny now. But um, And then going back, after we had a conversation... And, and then going back onto the comment I made under uh, Get Real Promotions picture. And then saying, who even are you? Who the fuck are you even? Or something like that. like He just, wa- he just wanted an argument. I wanted fucking facts. I wanted to know why uh, the people's opinions don't matter. There was no personal fucking attack on anybody. Y'all make it personal. I just want to know why the opinions and then try to get them to change it. Y'all want to fucking change everything else, but you don't want to change it when it's you. So, uh, the former uh, manager of DoD airspace threat program says UFOs are real. But Oh, fucking shit, John. You kind of came out a little late about that one. We've known that for a while. The Navy released that video of that fucking UFO flying really fast over the uh, ocean and shit. I mean, everybody knows they're fucking real. It's just a matter of time before they present themselves. And they should hurry up, because I'm getting tired of it. I want to know either, are we fucking having a war of the worlds? Signs where I need some water and a baseball bat? Or if this is going to be Mars attacked and I'm going to be like, rah, rah, and be like Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica Parker attached to a fucking chihuahua fucking body. And I'm like, hey, boy. Hello! Lucy, I'm home! Uh, pot shop owners have seen an increase in sales. Well, yeah. Of course they are. I mean, what are people supposed to do right now? I mean, what? Well, you're going to sit at home sober for fucking weeks? Fuck that. Buy fucking a couple ounces and get fucked up up. Now, if you have kids, you know, don't get fucked up. Uh, you know, be, be conscious of what you're doing. But, you know, yeah, fuck that. I'll, buy what you want. Just don't drink and drive. Don't do anything and drive. Be responsible. That's all I'm saying. Legal or non-legal. It's all legal in my brain, so fuck it. Smoke your weed. And if you ain't smoking weed, you might want to during these times. It might chill some of you the fuck out and goddamn take your little edge off. Trying to be so edgy. Trying to be all Matrix and shit. Neo, Keanu Reeves. Bending backwards, dodging bullets. Spitting rhymes and bullets. (laughs) The Maryland governor, Larry Hoga. Hoga? Hoga? Hogu? Hogu? Something like that. Rogo? Rogaine? Rogaine. it looks like an needs Rogaine. Uh, said Pete. Said said um, people need to heed warnings of social distancing and separating themselves from others. I guess at the cherry blossoms in Maryland, um, he says it's crazy to see crowds of at the cherry blossoms still. Cherry blossoms are a tree. Cherry blossom trees, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's the things that all you uh, white women have tattooed to your bodies because for some reason you think Japanese. Culture is your culture. <laughs> it's either on your ribs or it's coming from your forearm and going up. And some of you dudes prefer, mostly it's army guys that get this shit. I've noticed it's kind of like the fucking cru- the Celtic cross. Like you're not Irish, but you have a Celtic cross. I don't know. You tell me. But it is crazy. It's just like I was saying before. Why are we going to beaches? Why were beaches even allowed to be open? Like what the fuck? Like, shopping centers, shut the fuck down. You're not essential. There's no reason. You're, you're not going to grow out of your clothes in the next six months. And if you do, something's fucked up. You've got a thyroid problem. Or you eat way too much cake and you're probably diabetic already. Um, and you need to go on a fucking treadmill quick. Because obesity is not sexy. I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, pot shops are open. Because one, they're, giving jo- they're keeping their... Uh, the store said that they're keeping their uh, doors open. They're asking people if they want some hours they can come in and help with, like, you know, probably trimming the bud or something like that. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind pot shops that a lot of people don't understand or know actually happen. Sometimes, well, I guess in recreational now, it does. it's not like a medical one. So I'm guessing they're not trimming. But there are jobs in the marijuana world besides just selling pot there's bud trimmers, there's growers. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do now in that in that world. Uh, and they were saying that they're doing it the safest way. They have three rows and it's like 10 feet apart. They allow one person per bud tender. And, you know, they, they have, the bud tender has everything they need there so that they don't have to do a lot of walking around and touching of stuff. They just touch what they need. They're wearing gloves. The other person has to wear gloves when they go in. So they're doing it the smartest way. And I'm sure there's no hand-to-hand exchange, so that's smart, too. If I was fucking businesses now, I would start trying to invest in, like, the Apple Pay or the Google Pay or whatever, you know, where you just slide your phone over the top. That's going to probably be the best way to start defeating germs because, I mean, this is going to be a big thing. This isn't just going to blow over once once coronavirus is gone. Like, the whole germs thing is going to be the next, like, we weren't ready for this. We have technology now. Let's get ready. But something's gonna come again. It's just a matter of time. I mean, the the influenza in the nineteen twenties killed hundreds of millions of people. So, I mean, they didn't have technology either back then, or they didn't know. They didn't also didn't have the science science behind cleanliness like we do now. So you can't really like compare all these like plagues and shit to modern society because now we we have the knowledge. Everybody mostly has general knowledge of cleanliness and hygiene, but. You still have the nasty fucks out there. Oh, doggie. Um, my son got on a skateboard the other day, and fuck me, man. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, no! I was like, I suck at that. <laughs> you are going to suck at that. <laughs> he did, too. He couldn't fucking do it to save his life. He's four. All right, four. And I, I expect a lot out of my son. I probably expect way too much out of him at a younger age. Like, probably... Like, when he was one, I was expecting him to be able to throw a baseball. And when he wouldn't, I would kind of get a little upset. Now, I know that sounds a little fucking crazy, but if you come from my family, that's kind of the expected shit. Like, you're supposed to be, like, basically, you're supposed to be a Hercules at a very young age. And if you don't accomplish it before other people accomplish it, man, you're you're fucking, you're done, son. And, um, I mean, like. I didn't walk till I was 15 months. I was a little, I don't know if that's normal. I think it was partly because my mom kept dropping me through the bleachers. I don't know. A little bit of everything problem. Uh, but he would skate. I mean, he like, he would get on it, but he couldn't like stay on. I'm like, fuck. I just see him hitting his head. And I, I fucking hate that. I'm getting to that. That now I, I, all I see in certain things that he does is the dangerous side of it. And I guess that's just parenting in general. I guess I will see the dangerous side bet when he's saying, like, let's go to a show, dad. And I'm like, all right. and we go to a show, I'm just going to fucking be, like, on the fucking, like, oh, somebody's going to kick him. Somebody's going gonna to get hit by a fucking instrument. I don't know. Like, so, like, I'll see the dangerous side in that. And the fucking, I hope it doesn't ruin hardcore shows for me. I, I doubt it will, but I don't know. I think it's weird a little bit. And then, um, yeah, I was never good at skateboarding. Like, I like to cruise, like longboards, those fat 1980s skateboards, you know, with the fucking bars on. Like, I like to take those and, like, you know, do some, like, grabs and stuff or or power slides and shit. Like, I like that kind of shit. But flips and varial flips and all that, nah, I break my fucking face. Like, Ryan was really good at it, but Ryan broke everything. Like, he broke his fucking wrist, like, five times, his ankles. He was always breaking shit. I was like, why What's the where's the fun in this? I was like, it's a rush, brother. It's a rush. <laughs> it's a fucking rush. Alright, and then to round out the fucking segment, I'm gonna do the song of the day and it's gonna be Septemberism by Man Overboard. This album is ten years old. It came out in two thousand ten on Real Talks album. On the Real Talk album, and holy fuck, ten years old. Two thousand and ten. That's fucking crazy it feels like yesterday uh this is my favorite song on the album it's the second to last album um the reason why it's my favorite song and there's this part at the end it's the main it's pretty much the main breakdown or bridge whatever you want to call it uh it's, they say i hate you you should have picked up the phone tonight and then it goes into a pop punk breakdown or bridge whatever you want to call it um and I love this song, and I have the best story too to this song. They played at a a club called Club 101 in El Paso, and this was the airport Club 101. I know it was on Mesa, and then it I think they ended up on Viscount the last I saw it. <clears throat> but anyways, this was at the the club 101 on airport, and they were playing and this is my favorite part. And I was trying to get up there to steal the mic because they all they all sing, they play guitar, or bass, so there's no like actual vocalist, just standalone. So you had to get up there and steal it. And I looked to the right, and Thomas is right next to me from Barbarian trying to do the same thing. And it was the greatest night because I love when you see guys who play like tough guy hardcore, beat down hardcore, but are singing to like the most like they emotional songs like i love shit like that i love seeing whenever you can see sides of people through the music they listen to <clears throat> and i think that's very real so thomas uh, that was a good story to go back and remember and i'm glad i brought this song up um so y'all all stay clean stay healthy stay safe distance yourself from others aka social distancing stop going out we will only get better once y'all stop doing it. As you can see in China, their shit has dwindled. And we have more fucking patients per capita than China. So if that tells you something, then I don't know. Look at, alright? This Burgers and Breakdown. Y'all have a good day. Come back.